Welcome back. Another week, another podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Bob and Dave, we're back again in the garden house. How are you doing today, Dave? Good. How are you doing, Bob? Not too bad. Uh, we're going to, every week, we, we always have people joining us, and this week is no exception. We got our buddy Phil back on the podcast. How are you doing, Phil? Good, good day, gentlemen. Good day. It's good to be back. Hey, hey, Philly. Definitely. We're... we're we're doing our best social weeks. distancing that we can. Phil's, Phil's at home calling it in. Me and Dave are sitting across from each other, but with the proper distance. Yeah. I'm calling it in. You guys are phoning it in. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Let the dad jokes loose. Yes, sir. Uh, is that red wine? I'm already half a glass in, but watch out. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We just, uh, we're still drinking on that stuff that we do yeah hey phil i don't know if you're aware before you before you get cranking uh just know that uh stepdad talk is not you're not last podcast that was a hot topic no no stepdad stepdad talk you know stepdad talk yes no stepdad talk (laughs) yeah i never mentioned anybody's stepdad ever in my life last last the last pod you were on dude you're talking about me and my stepdad (laughs) hanging dong it was not cool Okay, now you guys are talking stepdad. I'm not, so right here. All right, come on. If we're gonna be, come on, Bob, you're better than this. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I apologize. I, I, first off, I apologize, Bob. Did we cross the line though? Who did we? I. I was saying we. I don't know. Not really, but I caught some shit. He caught some flack. I get it. I understand. Touchy subject in the Redinger house. Maybe it's just your face, Bob. I mean, maybe it's not the content. Maybe they still like your face. <laughs> it happens. It, it was like, it's like, I hate Bob. Like, why do you hate Bob? I don't know. I think it's his face. You should fix I can't it. tell him that. Say it's because he talked about me. <laughs> you should fix his face. <laughs> should fix his face. I don't even hear what he's saying right now. It's, 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 Hey, hey, Phil, we know you haven't been going into the office. Do you have your uh, Corona beard? Uh, well, by Corona beard, you mean peach fuzz. I do. Yeah. So I haven't cut my hair like in like three months. Yeah. You, I got this well, nice like 12-year-old peach fuzz going on you, that would then, make junior high Phil proud. Yeah. Then you have what I have going on because I definitely cannot grow a beard. No, I can't either. Like it's not patchy anymore. It used to be patchy. So now it's it's a nice full like peach fuzz right so i'm almost a man so i'm almost 40 almost a man so i think <laughs> by about 45 maybe are you got the gray hair going on yet i got a couple yeah yeah which i don't know it doesn't bother me but don't you consider yourself fortunate you're still holding on with that hair right oh yeah so every day with hair is a blessing right i agree so yeah i'm holding on it's getting thin you know. if i can go another Five years, I'm going to shave the head. I'll be happy. But if I have to, I mean, it's been a good run. You yeah. know, I've had my moments. Exactly. I've had my I've had my 90s haircut now for about 25 years. So <laughs> Stick we've with had it. a good run. It, you know it's good when you start doing the five or six-way comb over and just trying to cover patches with it? Right. That's when you know it's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. time to. you gotta, you got to look it over, make sure it looks good, make sure the holes are filled in. Right. At what point you know. do you break out the razor and say, I've had enough of this? Oh, uh I think when the middle goes, like the front middle, yeah, or like the back. Once you got like the fryer tuck, 
and it's like you can't hide it anymore. Right. That's just, it's it's <laughs> yeah. time. I have a good story it's, about that. Do you, Bob? Let's hear it. We were, I think, I, yeah, I was 16 because I had just gotten my license. So a couple of my friends, they were just a little bit behind me. And we had one of our friends, we were thinking, like, how could we uh, finagle some beer on a Friday or Saturday night? My one buddy, Ray, he was just like, fuck it, you guys can shave my head like an old man. We're like, yeah, but, like, kids have bald heads. He goes, no, 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 like an old man, like the Friar Tuck kind of thing. So we did that. He had a suit that he found at, like, Goodwill or Salvation Army they bought for, like, $3, and it was from the 70s. So we put it on. We had, like, wireless mics on him that, like, at that time with a video camera. He goes running into the gas station. He's like, oh, I want all these 40s. And the guy working the counter, he's like, dude, you're in my math class. He goes, fuck you, son. You don't know me. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he was like, I wasn't in the shit nam just to get talked to like this. And the guy's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Respect. Here, this 40s on me. And he bought him a 40. It was hilarious. He come running out like a fucking, like, like he just stole something. <laughs> this is This is something you would do, Phil. That's probably actually. Yeah. That was a cool story, Bob. I'm glad you shared that with us. <laughs> I'm so glad Phil came back. Yeah. <laughs> Put the kibosh on that one. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on the same thing once. Because uh, I, I think my, my sides are getting high, man. I spike up my hair in the front, and I'm starting to realize I feel like it's not going to be too much longer, and I'm going to be starting to spike in the middle of my head. <laughs> and then it's just time to go. I'm not, I'm not playing around with that. Yeah, it'll be like you know every two days the razor to the I'll go the chrome dome look I won't even do the patchy thing. No, yeah, I wouldn't Plus either. Guy. You have to you have to shave it, shave it. Right. Yeah, I don't even. Are you even allowed to do that, Phil? The big shave, yeah, you can do it. All right, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. I don't. That's no. I just. I don't think I'd look good bald. Not the big bald. That's a little too much. Yeah, that you, scares me. Did you say the big bald or the dick bald? No, I definitely didn't say that. Because the dick bald would have been a lot funnier. Like, yeah. what, what do you mean, Phil? <laughs> Extra time with Corona, huh? Huh. Break out that mirror. The curtains do match the carpet. <laughs> Wonderful. Great. Uh, Great look. Actually, that'd probably be true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you said you had a, a 90s-style haircut for 25 years, so that doesn't, that doesn't work. Right, no, I... I agree, man. I love it. When the show Friends came out, as soon as I saw David Schwimmer, I was like, yes. And I haven't looked back since. <laughs> Solid. Solid. Because so, you saw David Schwimmer? I got that haircut, son. Oh, I thought you were talking about his. All right, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> what? Why would you? Nothing. On Friends? I just thought you had a thing. I just thought you had a thing for David Schwimmer. There's nothing. I ain't judging you. No, okay, good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> We are in Euro, man. Gotta live it. Mm. Speaking of that, do you guys uh, wear a fanny pack? No, but I do kind of want one. Really? But not like not no. like a not like one of those. I don't, like, like God damn it, bag? man! You guys make me a racist on every podcast here. <laughs> and I was gonna say I don't want to be like the. Turks. We make you one, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want like the Turkish fanny pack, but that ain't even a fanny pack. It's like a chest pack for them. Right. It's weird. It's and it always says Gucci on it, but you can tell it's fake. Yeah, it's weird. It's good. It's, it's more, got, yeah. It's more like Bucci. <laughs> We're dying out here. I think the mosquitoes are starting to show up, man. Yeah. 
All right, Phil, so tell us what you've been up to. Uh, well, you know, trying not to die, considering it's the end of the world. I don't, I don't no, it's it. That's it? That's it? That's your daily task to, right now? Wow. That's my daily task. I, uh, I get up, Breathe. Try, to be at work, you know, try to log into my online job at 7.30, don't die, try to get a solid seven hours of sleep. Now, how is that working out for you? You want? What more is there? Is everybody at you guys one hundred percent home office? Uh, not hundred percent. About I'd say about eighty, eighty percent. Okay. I have to go. Oh my god! People running around my house. Can I just have a spot for me? God damn it! Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no. So my company, so my company. About eighty percent home office right now. So no, it's actually no. I, um, like I said, I've I've known a few people that had coronavirus. So I don't want to go. I heard you guys just talk. It, you guys talk about it last podcast. So I don't want to get too much into my thoughts about Corona and everything going on. But unless you want to, but uh, no. Basically, all I do is just work. Try to be active around the house. I read a lot more. I'm trying to use this time to like better myself without sounding like a flake some mm. hipster you get okay. but i read a lot more huh you're getting there yeah, i know no i read i exercise I go for bike rides with my son that's cool that's something you know, we've been doing a get, lot yeah try to, try to get a lot of work done around the house percentage of the day that you have pants on oh no so so i'm a firm believer to like be productive at home office mm. you should dress like you're leaving go like i don't dress like i'm going to work but like I still keep the routine like I like I did when I was going to work. So I'd get up, shower, you know, change oh, I, my yeah. clothes, put on like decent clothes, yeah, but, jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah, but you're American though. Like I, I just figure like I, I know people who get up in the morning and they don't take a shower in the morning. They just kind of like wash the. Yeah, like one of. Yeah, one of my colleagues like says he doesn't even get dressed like in the morning. He just like pops his ass down in front of the computer. No, I mean, like, that's, like, a general thing with or without corona. Right. Like, they get up and, like, you know, they might throw a toothbrush across the teeth, you know, wet the face, and then they're out the door, you know? Yeah, I work with some people like that. Pits and pussies. That's disgusting, you know what I mean? Like, don't take take a horse bath (laughs) fucking in the morning. Like, I got to get in the shower and wash off. I can't. I'm sorry, man. It's just how I am. I'm, I guess I pay. I pay the water bill. See, God I damn it. I yeah. I actually shower right before I go to bed. Me too. I like to be nice and clean, and I feel I I, I sleep much better when I wash the shame away. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's also a higher percentage to get some ass. Yeah. Like you don't want to lay next to your significant other and smell like an old fucking. Oh, I don't care. Like an old dog's ass. Well, maybe you don't. Yeah. Maybe they do. Yeah. I don't want to smell like an old dog's ass when you get into bed. You like that b-hole, baby? Come on. <laughs> you like that? I'm like, like, uh, Bobby stink. <laughs> I ain't telling you to lick it. <laughs> <laughs> so salty. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually agree with you about the productivity thing. I think you got to get up. You got to do your normal yeah. routine. Otherwise, you're going to be like, you know what? Uh, I think I'm just going to go and play some PlayStation 4 while I'm supposed to be at work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, like you know, I'm not I'm not a quotes kind of guy. I'm a guy who, like, like, lives by quotes or, you know, or believes in, you know, like, oh, you know, post stuff like that on Facebook. But I, but I did read, read something I agreed with. It said that if, uh, this was, like, last month, right around the time I was starting home office. It said, um, you know, if you don't come out of this a better person, it's not because you were 
didn't have time. You just didn't have discipline. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Right. So I'm just trying to like make the most of it. You know, it's, it sucks. This is a sucky time for everybody. It is. So, you know, I can sit there and wallow and be like, oh, this sucks. Why can't I go to Karchdot or something stupid like that? Uh, right. Or, you know, I can just try to like, I can just try to make the best of it and be like, look, this sucks. I can't go anywhere, but you know, I could be a better father, a better man, be productive, get things, at least get things done that I've been putting off because I said, you know, I didn't have time to do. Yeah. I would like and, to be able to go to the you gym. Know, I'd like to throw that in there. I would like to be able to go to the fucking gym. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm really like. I set one up here in the garage. Yeah? Yep. You gonna be Just to look at or? No, using it. <laughs> School of hard knocks over here. <clears throat> I know. I'm getting swole, son. Bob's got that prison workout going on. <laughs> no, we actually got um like legit equipment. He's got he's got uh, like ropes and everything over here, man. Really? Oh, yeah. That's not I for forgot. working out though. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, um I agree with you. I don't know. Thankfully, I'm not doing um home office. I honestly don't know if I'd be able to do it. Um I I'm the kind of person if I sit here at home. I'll do something. The kids will come up and bother me. And after five minutes, I'll be distracted and go, Hey, the sun's out. There's a project I need to get done outside. That's what I'll, I'd focus more on doing stuff around the house instead of my actual job. So like, it's very simple to like, yeah, I know what you mean. It's very simple to slide down like the shit bag path. Right. right? We think like, Hey, I'm just going to go downstairs and see what everybody's up to in like 25 minutes later. You're like, Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be working. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, so you really got to like, like I read a lot on because I never worked home office before. You know, I, I never had a job that you could do that. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. So I actually read and I prepped myself for this. It's like, hey, you know, what's the key? What I do? And you know, I set up a little work area away from the family, and you know, I kept my routines and you know, I I break my days up into like you know like seg- segments where I say, okay, these two hours I'm going to do this, and then I'll take a little break and so I keep that just to stay as productive. But I mean, it's really simple to just be like. Yeah, 9.30. I guess we're good today. Right. <laughs> That's about it. Well, if you start at 5 in the morning, then it's a productive day. Right. That's true. Yeah. Knocked out a solid four hours. That's fair. Yeah, I think with me, with home office, is the same way. I've been trying to keep somewhat of a fucking routine. Uh, even though I've been on vacation the last three weeks. Forced vacation from the rest of last year. But you still try to stay. Yeah. I agree. You stay in a routine. I still got calls. I still got... I think the worst part for me is is that a lot of the suppliers that I handle are closed. So, yeah. or they're not really, they're at, you know, at 10% capacity right now. And that's, right. there's not really a, I ain't going to lie, there's, there's not really a whole lot to do. So I find myself kind of like <laughs> creating files on the computer to put all the information in, sorting my fucking emails. Like, <laughs> like you're like, okay, well, this one goes to this company, this one goes to another. But I think the key is, I think you're right, once you open that door, to using work time for something else. It's hard to close it. it. Right. It's hard. It's right. hard to break that habit. I'm with you on that one. Um, have you got now, have any of you guys taken advantage of this uh, free Pornhub premium stuff? Uh, no, I don't believe in pornography. It's a gateway to sin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... I like, I, I appreciate it. You know, I, I enjoy my softcore. I, you know, if it's not on Showtime, I think it's a little too hardcore for me. So just... As much as that was a joke, that's fucking factual. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is so factual. For all you listeners out there, he's not lying. This is legit. Only guy I've ever known to watch sexy sport clips and beat off and cry at the same time. 
and literally be at the bar. Come on, guys, it's about to start. We gotta go. We gotta, gotta go. go. <laughs> true. We, we've ended nights at eleven fifty before. That's true. Yeah. It's like sexy sport clips are coming on. What's on tonight, like Phil? It. Oh, they're playing tennis, topless. I'm like, what the hell? Topless tennis. Can you guys catch that topless volleyball last night? What? I just didn't know you. I think I know why you're so productive during the day because you cry at night. I gotta try that. Gotta yeah, cry. Definitely. That's fine, man. It's okay. It's, it's all right. Just, just accept the feet. <laughs> Tell yourself, like, this is, this is, you know, we're late, we're late thirties now. So it's like, we're entering midlife. Yeah. So you just got to accept it and be like, yeah, you know, I think all three of us stuff. should just buy a Mazda Miata and just, you know, a fucking convertible Mazda Miata. That'd be hot. Could you imagine the three of us in a convertible? <laughs> no. God, that'd be so gay. <laughs> the wind in our hair. <laughs> Ah, uh, the freedom. That's too much freedom for us. We wouldn't know what to do. No. That's true. Way uh, too much freedom. Mm. Well, you know, we know some other people have too much freedom as well, so I guess we're doing all right. Yeah. We're doing all right. So so you listened mm. to the podcast from last week? There was I did. Th- there was three last week. Did you listen to all three of them? No, I didn't listen to Bob and Mila one. Okay. I was like, nah. I was like, we're good here. Sorry, Bob, but I was just like, yeah, I'm good. So I understand. So you and Bob it started. On... It started talking, and then you guys started talking, and I was just like, yeah, I think we're good. Uh, yeah. I... <laughs> wow. I'll just skip this one. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Kim. Should have skipped Kim's. Harry, you know, Harry's was good. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't your best day, Bob. I was gonna say that you could have done better. Yeah. On 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 which? Oh, uh, you mean all of them last week? Okay. I just met in life. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> hey, you should actually give him some credit. He escaped Cleveland, so. That is true. That, that is, is true. Well, that is the tank. I see this door has been open. <laughs> cool. You should see Bob's sad face right now. <laughs> Are you guys picking like, on me? I'm like Indian course. crying right now for like if you see somebody litter, man, just one single tear. Yeah. It's like, but Neil Armstrong was from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cool people were from Ohio, man. Name three cool mm. people from Ohio. I can name you a lot. Just I said three, not a lot, Bob. <laughs> Let's go top three. Drew Carey. What the fuck? That's your number one? That's number one. That's number Drew one. Carey, is, he's a man. I know he's a man because he has a penis, but what? what's the... I'm thinking he has a penis. I don't know. Did he play? Was that woman? Remember that show he had? Yeah, the, the Drew Carey with, show. Yeah, the woman with the horrible Drew Carey show? Yeah. Right. Was that Maybe. actually a woman? That was actually a woman. Okay, I always thought it for a while it was when I was younger, I thought it was Drew Carey. Dressed up in drag. Then, um, wow, this is super Cleveland of me. Mm-hmm. Let's go number two. Because <laughs> we're dying to know. Um... Oh you God! Said I can name a bunch. No, I, I can me... name a bunch, but his name just—it skipped my mind for a second. You gave me Drew fucking Carey, and you got nobody else. Because I was thinking comedy, man. I was going. Um... Don't just go overall. All right, let's see if Phil can name somebody from Ohio before you can. Marilyn Manson, Trent Reznor. Um, Are you googling this? Neil Armstrong? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm saying all of this. <laughs> Then the why God the dude that does um, Family Feud. How did I forget his name? Black comedian. Black 
comedian from Steve Pirates. Harvey. Yes, yeah, Steve Harvey. Do we like? Do you like that guy? I don't. He's all right. He's all right. Bob Barker was better. All right. Did Bob Barker do Family Feud? Who did no. Family Feud? No, it was um, Louis Anderson did it. Yeah, Louis Anderson. Time. Then the and guy, then the, uh, the guy from Home Improvement. Al from Home Improvement. Did he do it? Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. Not a game. Is this what you're doing during Home Office, Phil? You're looking at YouTube clips of old Family Feuds. Nope. We live in the good old days. No, I don't, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Remember when you were sick and you stayed home from school? Did you guys ever watch like daytime TV when you were sick? Oh just... yeah, I watched like The Price is Right. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and then what was this other show? Was this Price is Right. Wasn't what there was like the Family one? Court or whatever that was? Uh, when I was, when I was a little kid, Judge like, Joe Brown. House. Judge Joe Brown. Judge Joe Brown. Yeah. All right, Phil. Let me hear your thoughts on because you said earlier. Let me hear your thoughts on Corona. You think it's bullshit or you think it's a real deal? Well, I'm split, and I think so. Here, so I think most people are split, but I'd like to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So my thoughts are: so anybody else, if if there's anybody who still thinks this is like the flu, you're either an idiot or you're living in Never Never Land. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because so I I think it was yesterday or the day before I read that. Right now we've reached a point where the Corona with the mortality rate or the death rate and the infections is basically at a at a bad flu season, right? Right. And that's with this social distancing going on. Right. You know, the flu goes around every year. The NBA's never shut down because of the flu. Right. NCAA, you know, these are major money makers, billion dollar industries who are shutting down. People a lot smarter than us. Yeah. Are they caving because of public pressure? Probably. But do they know something that maybe we're not thinking about? Probably. Yeah. So that's one factor. Yeah, and but then, I, hold on. Before you go on, I just wanted to add something on the back of that with the bad flu season. This right. is so much more contagious than any flu we've ever had, and that's half the right. problem. Yeah. There's, there's videos. New York City, there's mass graves going on. Right. People who are dying from it that they can't identify, either that, either that they're homeless, they can't identify any next to kins, or they don't have any. So they're burying these people in mass graves in America, in a major U.S. city, perhaps the the most major U.S. city in the world. Now, right? Yeah. So this is going on. When is that? When was the last time that's happened? Right. So you have that. Now. Nineteen eighteen Spanish flu. Yeah, Spanish flu. So so I, you know. Nineteen four nineteen thirty nine through forty two. Yeah, Spanish flu. Easy, Bob. Easy. You didn't hear that, Phil. Well, I, didn't, I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> Pop, <laughs> Pop said 1939 and 1942. <laughs> Such a racist, Bob. Bob's like, I ain't a racist until I make racist comments. <laughs> actually, so, so, actually so, so, from a pandemic point of view, I think the Spanish flu was yeah, the last one. That's a, I, I think it was. Well, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, so there's that. So, but I think then you can. So, you know, and I think the people who still say that this is a a pandemic that affects the older population. I think they're also living in the past, you know, even exactly. though it was a month ago, it's changed so much. You know, they put out that the world health organization also put out that in the United States and in Western Europe, I think they said almost 80% of the entire uh, patients in hospitals 
are not are not the elderly. No. It's 18 to like 45 year olds because the elderly are staying home. It's the people thinking, hey, <clears throat> this is an old person flu. I'm just going to go live my life. And then they get jacked up and then they're overcrowding, you know, these hospitals because, you know, it's not a it's. It's not a joke. I mean, it's a major virus. I mean, it's a, it's a, like I like I said, I've known people who had it. And it, it jacked them up big time. Yeah. I mean, it took weeks for them to recover, not days. You know, I've had the flu and I've been good like two, three days later. And well, if you uh, actually have like actual legit influenza, it takes right. it's. It will put you process. down for a couple weeks at least. Right. right. Um, but but I think you can also talk about how to you know, the world handle this. I think some countries got it right where they, I, oh, and backing up, sorry. The, the people they're saying that are most at risk now are people with heart and respiratory um, issues. Right. The overweight, and then people with other, like, um, what was I going to say? Other, like, pre-existing conditions. I forgot which, what was the third one they said. Right. So, so the, the, the group that's highest at risk has actually changed from the elderly. And I think a lot of that's due to, the, like I said, the elderly are staying at home. And then when we say elderly, I mean, we're talking like six, they're saying like anybody over 60 is at risk. I don't consider a 60-year-old elderly. But, right. you know, people that are at risk because of their age, they're staying home. And the people going out getting infected and dying right now are people that think, hey, I can do this, and they can't, and they die, or they overcrowd the hospitals, causing problems for people who actually need, you know, need yeah. medical support. Uh, you know, and I, and I, you just kind of look at, you know, you look at like what spring break went on a few months ago. There are people petitioning other beaches. Was that Florida? Went, they, they're opening the beaches up in Florida or trying to? Yeah. Was that the state? Yeah, you might. You know, that governor is a lunatic. And just, yeah, and, and you want to you want to wait wait until was we're only a couple of weeks away till Ramadan hits. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's what middle middle May this year. Yeah. It's coming see, out. Ramadan started yesterday. Did it, it start? Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So um, let's see how that goes. Right. If people are there's a lot of pressure to let you know that be. You know, let crowds gather for that. I mean, so there's that. And I think you, so. I think anybody who's actually talking about the virus, I think if you're still talking like how we were informed about it six to eight weeks ago, I think you need to wake up and you got to realize that that's not true, or it was true, but it's changed. Then I think you can talk separately about how things have been handled. And being in Germany and seeing how it's been handled in Germany and Western European countries, and then hearing about how it's been handled in the States. You know, I think you could talk about that. I think most countries have botched it and done a horrible job. I think we did too as well here in Germany. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the biggest reason is because nobody has an experience. In, in, I mean, when was the last pandemic? I mean, I was in Germany when foot and mouth hit, right? Yeah. So I remember when foot and mouth hit Gießen. And it was basically like, hey, wash your hands, wash the tires off your car. And, you know, if a cow gets it, we're going to kill all the animals in the area. Yeah. It was nothing like, you know, like swine flu, bird flu, SARS. What's the other one? MERS. Yeah. When yep. all that ran through, it was nothing like this. No. Now, you know, if you're going to make the argument, a lot of people said, hey, you know, people are too worried about the economy and not human life. Or some people are saying, hey, 
you're too worried about human life and not the economy. You know, I think it gets to the point, you know, there's, there's studies and statistics that go into, hey, you know, when unemployment rises, the death rate rises, you know, people are saying, hey, we need to, we need to go social distancing and shut this down to protect, you know, high-risk people. But there's also, you know, a lot of information that says with high unemployment rates and with, uh, you know, these economic disasters, it actually causes high fatality rates in, you know, kids and declines the birth rates. There's, there, there, you know, I, I don't have any information for it, but there's, but you can read. I mean, there's information out there that, you know. Yeah, but if you're stateside. Everything. everything I, w I actually would think if you looked at the number of stateside, if when height, when unemployment goes up, so does crime. Yeah. And then crime yeah. corresponds well, to yeah, everything you're saying. So, yeah, makes a lot of sense I, about what you're saying. No. I say this to I say this to my German um, colleagues and my German friends, and like I'll never I'm not going to go on the limb and say like I'm not one of those guys that says like you know national socialism could come back here to Germany. You know I'm not going to say that. I'm not going I'm not going to say AFD is like national socialism. I'm not going to actually. But I will say that, and this goes to the United States as well. You know I'm a hardcore Republican. But I will say that if it gets to a point where people are fed up with how things are being handled, whether it's fair or not, and they start going in a more extreme manner, I think you could see major change and major swings in politics yeah. to countries like Germany or the States or of course it's you know, wherever. Yeah. Especially when countries start thinking that the economy's really hit the shits, which I think right. this is not something – I think people – I agree with you. I think people should get out of their heads thinking – that when they say, oh, when are things going to let up? When are things going to return to normal? I don't think people realize that the normal that you knew before is not going to be the normal. It's going to be years before we get yeah. to that. Right. Because like they said, they originally, yeah, sorry. No, no, no. I'm just saying that I don't think a vaccine is going to be available because I saw some clinical trials that a couple people, that a couple companies have done have failed. Yeah. They've absolutely fell on their face. So I think, I think realistically, you could maybe, maybe if we're lucky next summer. But then I think people are forgetting this is a worldwide virus. You need 7 billion vaccinations. Yeah. You need that shit doesn't happen overnight. No. Well, It'll no take... matter what happens, this isn't going to go away. No. It's going to be like no. every other virus. I mean, there's still like it's just a handful, but every year there's there's a handful of bubonic plague cases in the world. Right. Right. You know, it's like 3 or 4 every year and it's treatable. No one dies from it anymore, but that hasn't gone away. So that people think that, hey, we're just going to ride this out for a year, year and a half, and it's going to go away. It's not going to go away. It's going to stay dormant. And then I've read things where people are saying, you know, the, the warm weather is going to kill it or slow it down. Or See, I don't agree with that, But that's just going to hold dormant until people come back and the weather changes, and it's not going to go away. And I think there's going to come a point where we're going to have to ride this out and be like, look, we're just going to have to take our chance and then let things happen. Exactly. But the, yeah, and not to cut you off, Bobby, but I was going to say, you know, like when this first happened, people were saying, like, they expected the death rate to be 2 million people, right? And I kind of thought that was bullshit. I was like, there's no way 2 million people is going to die, even with 7 billion. And a lot of people said, like, well, you know, the flu kills 65,000 a year, you know, what's But that's worldwide. You know, so, but this is in addition to, and that's what a lot of people want to talk about. It's like, this is 150,000 who would be alive in addition to, you know, the flus and texting while driving and heart disease. Right. You know, at every milestone with this, they've always spouted some stat. Like, 
100 people died in America. That's what die every day in America from texting and driving. Okay, but this is 100 people in addition to that. Now we're at 150,000 in addition to everyone who's died from everything else. And I thought the 2 million, but I mean, we probably could hit 2 million or would have if we wouldn't have done this social distancing. See, now, I, yeah. I got to stop you for a second because, right. you know, with this whole social distancing thing, I'm telling you right now, I think every country, I don't think there is one country that did this right. Every country shit the bed on this. In California, have you heard about these antibody tests that they're doing in the States now? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about Where that. Where yeah. you basically, you take the number of infected people and you multiply that by 80. So mm-hmm. by that logic and by that math, that means in the states alone, 60 million people. Okay. Yeah. At this right. moment have had it or do have it. That's a lot. But then when you put that in comparison to the actual number of deaths and you start doing that worldwide, eh, I understand. I'm not taking away the right. severity of this virus that, yes, it is very aggressive. It, it, it whips your ass. I get that. But when, if you look at it just from, and I'm just looking at, at a black and white numbers game, it's, we were, are, you know what I mean? Most of us, I guarantee most of us already have it or have had it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah, no, I'll, I'll agree with you that probably a lot of people have it who didn't know. And I think if you look at the stats, a lot of countries aren't reporting truthfully on it. No, fuck no. They so can't. How the could number, they? So, there's I mean, still not even even today. There's yeah, not so. enough available tests. Right. So it, I mean, they're saying 150,000 right now. I, I, I would I wouldn't be surprised if the actual number was around like a million. Right. You know, if they came back tomorrow and be like, hey because of under-reportings or we'll close your time. I'd be like, yeah, that's probably true. I will say this, though. Like, you see, like, I remember when September 11th happened. And I'm not trying to compare this to that because it's two different scenarios. But, you know, you think of what happened with that. 3,000 people died. And there was tremendous economic impact to New York City, especially, and the United States. Mm-hmm. And, and look what the government, the steps we took to change our way of, like Dave said, I mean, things are going to change. Right. There was major changes in the in America, not just the world, but I mean, in the, in the world, but also in America, the Patriot Act. We went to war with two different countries. Hey, I was there. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> if we get to the point where people are still dying, the economy collapses. Rights start take being taken away. You got to start thinking about what's gonna, you know, what's gonna happen. How are things gonna change? You know, it's kind of a scary thought, but. Or maybe it's not. Depends on what side you fall on. But dude, I think you know, we I think elect- anybody. I don't think the political spectrum applies there. I don't think anybody wants any of their rights taken away. But no, I think it. But, I think it depends well, on how it's done. We got a right. Well, think about it. We got an election in November. There's yeah. already rumblings about delaying the presidential election. So the most fundamental right as an American, there's already talk, even though it's it's not loud. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's constitution. You can't even do that. That can't be changed in the constitution. It has to be done. Yeah, that's a constitutional thing. We see that change. All, yeah, we see it all the time, though. Yeah, but amendment to a constitution takes a whole lot. Yeah, that, that's, that's not something that can be I, done in a matter. I hear what you're saying, Bob, but I mean, I see what you're saying, Phil, but I just don't see that but possibly it, happening. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, look at 
Look, just the threat of this getting out of control caused the government to come in and start shutting down businesses, right? Yeah. Arresting people for trying to support themselves through their. So I think it's 70, between 75 and 80% of the U.S. economy is supported by small businesses, right? So right. we make a big deal about these major companies in America like Walmart and Apple and Amazon, but the overwhelming majority of the U.S. Uh, economy is supported by small businesses and now small businesses are the ones being affected and this isn't my idea i mean a lot of people have talked about this but it just doesn't make sense that major businesses are considered essential and you see it here yeah but it just makes no sense that like major businesses are considered essential and they can stay open and you have you know dozens of people crammed in trying to buy things but a small mom and pop business who that shop is essential to their livelihood is being shut down. Right. But I'm my, um, my company is uh, a small mom and pop place. Our sister company in America is also a mom and pop place. I'm seeing it firsthand. My workload, the amount of sales and everything I'm do- I'm doing is up astronomically. I've oh, never yeah. been the, busier. The company I work for is <clears throat> it's like Christmas every day on online sales. Yeah. They can't even fill the warehouses with enough workers to fill online sales right now. So yeah. that I understand. And that's gonna boost. Yeah. But I also know a lot of people in America, family members who are, are unemployed, who've yeah. lost their jobs, who are now Same. have to collect unemployment. If they can get a hold you of know, it. Yeah. And they, and, we know that's not enough. I mean, I think here's, 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 oh, oh, hold, hold on it. a sec. Um, Do we have a guest caller? Text him real quick and say that I'm going to call him. I'm going to okay. add him to it. Okay. I'll text him. Yeah, we're going to add uh, Harry on, but I just Ooh, want to say before we do that. Sorry, guys. We're having a little thing here. Um, here, I added them. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say one of the biggest dickheaded things is is to furlough somebody's fucking mortgage instead Hello? of just... Oh, Harry's in. Hey, Harry. You there? I'm there. I'm there. Hey. Hey. Ooh, Harry. We're on What's the, up? We're on the call with Phil as well. Hello, Harry. It's been a minute. Oh, definitely. How you doing? Uh, better than I should be. How about you? How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, same here. Kind of tired, but all is well. I'm happy. And yeah, did, uh, did you oh, just? Are, are we on, by the way? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Are. We're, 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 we're running. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, I was. Oh, jeez. I was. I was waiting for you guys to say something. I thought, okay, we're gonna talk through the episode or whatever. So what have you guys been talking about? Sorry for butting in like that. Are we on? We've been on for an hour, Harry. Where you been? We've been talking about Corona. Talking about Corona. And Phil's, about to, and Phil's thoughts. I was about to go on my, yeah, I was about to go on my pro-Trump, always vote Republican rant, but that just got interrupted. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's. I heard <laughs> I heard Bob and Dave with their liberal Democrat talk the last couple podcasts. No, I don't so. think we're. I don't. I think. <laughs> I think I'm more in the middle about a lot of things, but yeah, I just. 
I saw. I will say this while we're on this. I will say this. I saw something the other day that made the Republican in me come out, and that's probably going to make some friends of mine vomit in their mouth. But it is what it is. This these freaking little speedboats harassing our warships by Iran. Oh, just fucking shoot those things. Just he just, gave he gave he he tweeted. Good old, I mean the tweets should stop. But he put out a tweet that he's ordered naval officers to start engaging these Iranian ships. Yep. Just, 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 all you have to do is blast one out of the water and they'll cut that shit out. Yep. <laughs> because I think it's funny when Trump, I, look, if there's one thing that Trump <laughs> has done, it's keep us entertained. That I can, that I'll give the man. Yes. I'll take my hat off to him. He's probably the most entertaining president we've, we've ever had. But I will say, uh, just, just, just blast one of those fucking things out of the water and it's done. Like, and then the Iranians come back, like, if you do this, we will shoot all your ships under. Like we will sink all your ships, and I'm like, uh, no, probably not. Have you, the little speedboats. Have you have you ever seen the chart? I mean, so the so the United States military spends more than the next 51 countries combined, right? Right. Have you ever look at the chart of the U.S. Navy compared to like the rest of the world? Yes. It's, it's not even like comparable. It's not. It's like we have 13. I think it was we have 13 aircraft car- carriers. Right. And it was a major deal just a few years ago when the UK got their like their second. Yeah. Right. So no, I don't. I understand things are touchy with Iran because of the whole thing with that general. I forgot his name a couple months ago, but no, it's it wouldn't even be like a threat. Uh, uh, Harry, go ahead and give but, us your point of view on this. Well, um, I think you have to be careful. You have to be careful with all that. Um, when it comes to Iran, I think you have to be very strict also. Um, like in retrospect, um, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Um, in the beginning, I was like any other fairly liberal thinking person, um, thinking, well, they couldn't. They, it's, it's totally wrong to do that to Soleimani and everything, and it's an, it's an attack on Iraqi territory and everything. But they did have intelligence, evidently, that nobody else had. So, in retrospect, I think whacking the guy might have been the right choice. Um, and when it comes to a couple of guys in speedboats not being able to touch the military, there was this guy who orchestrated 9-11 from a cave and managed to evade uh, the most intelligent military in the world for 13 years before somebody finally whacked him. So you can't underestimate these folks. And the next thing is, in my mind, I might be wrong, but um, those, I don't know what they call it, asymmetrical warfare, is that the proper word for it? Right. Asymmetrical warfare, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not that they'll try to engage yeah, like your, your warships or something. No, they will come to your doorstep and take your people and then whack them. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but, but, but if you, you know, if you look at the tweet they put out, they said they now have anti-ship missiles that can take out ships from... I think 600 miles away, 550. Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> so it's just, it's, yeah. it's one of those things. It's a continuous harassment. Mm-hmm. And because right. it's the busiest shipping lane in the world, I think it's kind of, I don't know. It's one of those things where I think if you just take out one of those, you know, speedboats, you take out one of those harassment ships, that'll be the end of it. Right. All right. Now, now to be fair, I will say, though, that the first time this happened when this – the, the very first boat that got boarded by the Iranians, it was a naval ship who got lost and actually entered into Iranian territory. 
Yeah. So, uh, like, I'll understand that, hey, they engaged and intercepted that boat. That also being said, you don't give up your men. If you're if you're the captain of that boat, you don't willfully give up your men yeah. to the It's not like the British rolled up and like, hey, chaps, you're in British waters. Come with us. You're like, all right. No, the you're Iranians in a hostile like, area with somebody that you guys are already on the brink of war with. Especially if the ship like could have defended itself just fine. Yeah, it's like back in 2001 when that Air Force plane got, I think it was Air Force, they got lost and they ended up over Chinese airspace and crashed. And the, the you know, the, the crew on board got taken prisoner and they were treated well, you know. Hmm. Uh, and the Chinese, that plane, I think that was 2001, 2002. You know, it's kind of the same scenario except China, you know, hasn't been funding our enemy for the last 20 years like Iran has with Iraq. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a different scenario. Well, I guess but there's no you, way. If you don't want to throw North Korea in there, then that's fine. Yeah. But they kind of have been financing North Korea for a long time. Yeah, but come on. Is North Korea even a threat? Uh, no, but they are a threat to Seoul since they have so many guns. It, they, on we it. have a yeah. lot of Americans yeah. in that area, so I consider are them we, a legit threat. Are we, are we talking wartime politics here? Yeah, Let's no shit. What the fuck, man? This Let's is supposed to be a fun podcast. <laughs> in fact, I should have did this in the wartime. beginning of it because we might have had a bunch of people turn off me like, oh, these fucking Republicans. <laughs> I will say this. I tell you, wartime politics falls under border security. Border security falls under the Republican Party, the true party of the people. <laughs> you, heard it from, you heard it from me. Vote for Trump, always vote Republican, unless you want to see your country turn into Mexico. Oh, my saying. God. <laughs> Speaking of the election, I – well, no, I don't want to go to that. All right, continue. Harry's yeah. on. Let's talk to Harry. Harry was I'm on having, last – Yeah. I listen to I'm having podcast. trouble understanding you guys. Sorry about that. I have, um, I think it's like um, maybe a two or three second delay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to let you guys know. It's not that I'm like actually slower on weed or something. It's just <laughs> that literally I hear everything a couple of seconds later. That's... Okay. Hmm. Well, if you're hearing it now, then how do you know you're hearing it a couple seconds later? Because... Um, by the time that I was about to say something, you two had already butted into what Phil was saying. So obviously there's some kind of interference, but it's on my side. That's just and what also, we do. I think it's because your passport says German. In- <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you and now I was gone for a WhatsApp? couple seconds. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah WhatsApp sucks, man. Yeah. I know WhatsApp sucks. Can you not telecom them? I don't know. Like telecom the shit out of this. I've never done it. With over the telephone? All right, this is the first time for everything. See if that will get rid of the mm-hmm. delay. No, that's all right. All right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, Harry, Harry's had his time. <laughs> we actually, yeah. um, I wanted to do this beginning of the podcast. Uh, been throwing around and talking about name changes. Boom. Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought of one that kind of made me giggle. Reading uh, your recap? No. Oh. <laughs> Two wieners getting schnitzeled. Ah, that's only Bob funny. Yeah, <laughs> no, skip that one. Okay. I, I actually, I actually like the "Pardon the Ignorance" podcast. Yeah. I think that I like the way that sounds. 
Yeah. See, that's what my wife said. She said we're both ignorant as fuck and we're asking for, you know, people to excuse us, so we should keep it. Um Yeah, okay. I just wanted to kind of throw it out there and maybe do a vote on it, but I guarantee our listeners are long gone by now. <laughs> the vote's three to one, Bob. You lost. Yeah. You lost, Bob. That's fine. You're probably think you're probably giggling all night in bed. Oh, I was. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna post that at People oh, are gonna love it. I texted it to Dave, and then I asked him, like, I had it all set up last night. I was about to hit save. I'm like, should I do it? And, and then it's like, like oh, no, man, let's wait. Let's, let's sleep on it. Tonight, yeah, Bob. let's sleep on it. <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that. Yeah, don't. I was sitting there laying in bed like, whoa, this is awesome. And I just almost this spilled is, coke he all just over spilled, this shit. <laughs> he just almost spilled coke. You, you know? Um, Did you do that? Alone, like handing, like stuff keeps breaking. Wieners getting schnitzeled. <laughs> I'm like, en- you're an idiot, Bob. I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah. Hey, the connection. The connection keeps breaking down. Sorry, sorry to interject right there. The connection keeps breaking. Yeah, down. I heard that kind of- too. We had some. Uh, it it popped out for a second. Yeah. Um, it keeps it keeps doing that. It's like it's like um, listening to a CD that's all scratched up. Well, it is kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Harry is definitely delayed by two seconds. Yeah. Um, all right, hold on, guys. We'll be right back. Okay, we were back. I had to take a quick pause. Uh, we switched our method of calling, and it does sound a lot better. <laughs> Except for that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, that's the funniest thing that happened all week. <laughs> Bob let one ride on the pod. That was really good. <laughs> so, <clears throat> what's good? What's going on, guys? Is Phil oh, still there? Oh, man. Yeah, Phil? Yeah, I'm still here. All I, right, was, okay. I thought Harry was going to talk. It was an awkward awkward pause. Yeah. I was like, Harry? <laughs> yeah. It was like a moment of silence after, after somebody whipped his dick out in public and you're like, oh, I know this guy. <laughs> I, know. Like, I know that. Oh, I know that guy. I know that dick from anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate when that happens. Um, no, um, I just brought my step or took my stepdaughter to bed. Her mom's there. She helped me with the whole process. Is that something that your guys' wives do, or do you bring your kids to bed? Um, I bring my kids to bed. We, it, I don't know. It, when they were little, we used to, you know, we'd do it kind of together, or we'd split it up a little bit, uh, but mainly together. Uh, now we just say, "Go to bed, jerks," and they go to bed. Yeah. It would be a little awkward for me taking my 16-year-old daughter and putting her in bed. That would be weird, so I don't do that. But when they were younger, yeah, I took them to bed. I kind of took charge of that. If they want a funny story or something, then you just, you know, that's what dads do. That's adapting. What about you, Phil? Uh, I put my five-year-old to bed. Then my wife puts our one-year-old. Nice. Okay. going to echo here. Yeah, so I do it. Wait, you you have an echo? I have a little no. bit also, but I have a little bit, but it's fine. Fine, Bob. It's um shouldn't though. Okay. <laughs> Bob's, no. Bob's flustered now. He's like, God damn it. It's, like, it's no <laughs> it's no indication of you or the quality of your equipment. Okay. 
Heard that one before. That's what she said. Hey. It doesn't have anything to do with your equipment, but is it um is it a, a, a white phone that you're using or? No, it's a black one. Oh, okay. Should be good then. Okay, it's I like didn't. A regular phone, just bigger. No, it's an iPhone. Oh, okay. What, what did you did, you did you think it was like an old school like conference call? Yeah, phone? that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. That would actually be awesome. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what to expect. No, it's actually an '80s rotary phone. So yes, yeah. <laughs> like Bob, did you dial double zero before you called out? Dude, I called collect. So fuck off. <laughs> Isn't it funny that like kids nowadays when they look at a telephone? Um, like an old telephone, they don't know how they don't get the they don't get the motion down. Yeah, like how to dial it. Yeah, have you ever tried that? I've seen videos of people like you just put like the old rotary dial phone in front of a kid, and they're just like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, <laughs> they can't do it. It is pretty funny. But now here's an interesting interesting plot twist: if you um, look at a telephone symbol on modern technology and everything. It always depicts a rotary phone. It's never a smartphone. Yeah, no, phone? yeah. Exactly. And also, to yeah. add to your plot twist, if you give a smartphone to an old person, they can't figure it out, but the rotary phones all day. Wow. Crickets. Ah, cool. That, just to think that in the 80s, you know, if somebody <laughs> would have told you, looking at the phone, you're going to watch people fuck with this one of these days. Yeah. It says that if younger generations adapt to technology better than older, mm. that's basically going to be us. When we're like in our 70s, we're going to be like going to our grandkids, like, come here, little Han. Like, how do I t do this touch screen on this phone? They're like, Grandpa, you don't, you just, I don't know what technology is going to be like in 40 years, but you just speak the number and God calls. Well, honestly. Huh? Dude, honestly, that was me last week. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a hella echo. Damn it. Damn it, Bobby. That's weird. Did you guys have that echo when we were over WhatsApp? No. That was the most, I had a little echo. That was the most Midwest accent ever. Over to WhatsApp? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, because WhatsApp's owned by Facebook, and Facebook can't monitor our call if there's an echo. True. No, technically, how have you guys set up? You should not be hearing yourselves at all through. Well, it's probably, I don't know. You guys should not be hearing yourselves through the mic, uh, through the um, mixer. Sorry, Bob. This is an indica indication of you. You didn't do wrong. I know. Hey, fans, fault. tune in next week when we call you over payphones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's well, another thing to your plot twist, Harry. Yes, go ahead. I, they don't have payphones here in Germany, do they? Yeah. Um, I not haven't anymore, seen any. Though. Not anymore, but they do. They, they used they to. Did. I remember. Yeah, I remember using my first payphone here. You had to like swipe your card. You had like the card swipe. Oh, okay. Right. Well, when we were back in the states this summer, um, we were in a pretty hood place. So Cleveland. Cleveland. Well, in Cleveland, yes, but it was a pretty, pretty hood place, and Cleveland. There what, do you, was a, what do you mean by hood place? What does that mean? I don't. It was, it was sketchy. It was ghetto as fuck. And what does that mean? 
It just means it's just... What makes a place ghetto? What makes a place sketchy, Bob? Super rundown. All right, okay. Trying I'm not getting <laughs> racist, fucker. I know what you're trying to do. You're setting me up. You clip. think I'm going to get like that with a half black person on the podcast right now? No, thanks. <laughs> Way to make it uncomfortable, Bob. Sorry, Harry. That was all Dave, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. No Thanks to Ancestry.com, I know I'm about 13% Chinese, so that's a wrench between my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, he almost spit his coke up. <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was like 13% or 30% Native American. No, I'm fucking Chinese. <laughs> Where'd that come from? Well, there's this guy. Let me, let me go off on this, on this anecdote. It actually, it actually happened. Um, there's this guy who somehow managed to get in my bloodline. Um, he had a, um, a place that ironed um, the linen from the, uh, from the plantations. Now, one of my aunts, or great aunts, or triple great aunts, I don't know what to call them, um, her job was to bring um, like the plantation owner's shirt to this place, have them pressed, and bring it back. Now, apparently, the guy did more than laundry, oh, and yeah. that's how... That's how he got into our bloodline. And to top it all off, his name was Peter Pan. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, that's totally real. Okay, yeah. Phil, beat that. Beat that story, Phil. Go. I don't have anything. You lost Phil uh, at Chinese. I got nothing. I got nothing. Have you I did meet a Peter Pan in China. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Phil. Hold on a second, dude. I totally forgot about that. I'm not telling China stories. Oh. <laughs> you were in China? Yeah, I was in China. I was in the Shady. I was in like the Cleveland district of China. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, Phil. That would have been a crime. Because I don't want to tell the story that leads up to the story you want me to tell. You KD'd me. God damn it. Mm. Yeah. I, had, um, I had drinks. With Chinese triad. No, no, no. I don't want you to tell the other no. story. No, 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 dude. No, no, no. The, tri story? the triad story is, well, the one where you you were given a guest. That's not the story I'm looking for. Oh, that's totally oh, socially. Yeah. That's normal, though. Uh, okay, I thought you wanted me to tell the triad story. Yeah, you can tell whatever story you want to tell, but you've been there, and you've been to a shitty part. Actually, yeah. what's interesting is you've been to Taiwan, and that's what, cleaner, right? Yeah, that's like, yeah. The nicer district of China. Right. Mm -hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Don't let somebody from Taiwan hear that. Uh, yeah, but the U.S. follows the one China policy, so I'm technically correct. <laughs> <laughs> I think Trumpy follows that one. Nobody else, but that's fine. God. Yeah, but I think I, I, know, thought, they... I thought it was interesting when you told us how clean it was there and then how dumpy China was. Oh, yeah. Like, Taiwan is a very clean... I don't want to say a Western style city because that's not that's it's, it's not, but it's a very clean. It's the Germany of China. That's a good way to say it. It's very clean. It's very orderly. People follow like social expectations, so everybody walks on the correct side of the road. Nobody breaks the law. No, you know, like nobody breaks rules. Everybody crosses. You know, at the crosswalk. It's very. It's very like clean and structured the people are nice they dress well there's i really didn't see any slummy areas 
even like the like the bad areas of Taipei wasn't really that bad. Um, so it's no, I was I was impressed. I thought it was thought it was decent. Okay, and then you went from there. You went to where? Uh, Hong Kong. Right. Hong Kong is badass. That would probably be like the only major city I would ever live in. Money was no object. Really. Hey, Hong Kong's cool. And what's the reason? Hong Kong. Oh, I was gonna ask you what are the reasons. It's, it's 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 very Western, but also very Oriental. I don't know if you can still say that word. But I think maybe they they claim that. It's very it's. They hold on to their ancient roots, but it's very Western. So everything's in Chinese and English. Everybody speaks like fluent English, right? Well, it very used to modern. Be, uh... English heritage. Well, I mean, it was an English heritage, you know, for a hundred years. Yeah. Uh, but they've maintained that, though. It's not like, oh, hey, we're part of China. So, and like, it's, I get it. It's China. Like, I tell people, like, oh, I went to Hong Kong and I went to China. And like, Hong Kong is China. Ho, ho, American. It is. <laughs> but there's actually, yeah. It has its own border with China, its own border control with China. And it doesn't have Chinese thought. So the moment I crossed the border into China, like I lost reception on my phone. You know, the internet is extremely censored. There was none of that in Hong Kong. Being in Hong Kong was like, I felt like I was in any city in America. Wow. Mm. Uh, and I think they said there's more, there's more billionaires per, cap, per capita in Hong Kong than any other place in the world. And then, so, I mean, it's, I don't know, Hong Kong was cool. And then from there, I went to, like, the slums of China, which I'll never go back to. But that's a separate story. I, I would like to go with you to the slums of China, if I'm honest. I, I felt bad because, like, like, Chinese women, I would say, are incredible. Like, even in, like, the really poor areas I were, yeah. I was, they were, they tried to present themselves the best. Their area was always clean. You know, if they were in the service industry, if, like, food and drinks and stuff, they, they really took the effort to provide you a good service. It was Chinese men, though, that were just slobs and disgusting. I, felt, I actually felt bad for Chinese women that they were forced to marry Chinese men. Are they literally forced to marry them? Do they have, like, arranged weddings? Well, I mean, there's a billion of them, so I'm sure... Ratio yeah, Chinese, I could so. I, I could see the the pickings are pretty slim over there. Well, no, so like talking to them, like you where you're basically born, like how you, what you're born into is basically where you live and die. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if you're blue collar, you'll stay blue collar. Right. You know, like you've seen those pictures of like a thousand kids taking an exam to get into like twenty university spots. Yeah. So basically, once you're so, I mean, if you're lower class Chinese or from that industrial area, like there was entire cities that was just an industrial area, like an entire city, all hundred thousand residents worked, you know, in warehouse in this like these warehouses, these manufacturing plants. Once you're in that area, there's really no getting out of that area. Mm. So you know, mm. and so yeah, the the pretty woman scenario isn't you know you could have saved one real Phil. there yeah you could have saved one yeah i don't have yellow fever wow is that can we say that 
Like Harry, you're the only. You got thirteen percent. Harry, you cool with that? I'm cool with that. All right, fair enough. All good. Right. All right, good. My one friend said I could use that word. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, That's how it works. We talked but, about that last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. So, but but you could see it. Though. You would see like Europeans go there, and like I was an American. I was one of the only Americans. For what I was there for, I was the only American. Yeah. Everybody else was Europeans, Western Europeans. And you can tell they were there for one reason, or they enjoyed that perk of being there, and they took full advantage of it. And, you know, I'm married, so I didn't. Uh, mm. But Harry's interested. Harry, Harry's like, what is this China you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> Where is this magical land? Where is this magical land of? And how do I get this fever? <laughs> fever. Well, yeah, it's it's. I don't know. China. I'll never go back. Like I'd like to see the Great Wall. You know, I'd like to go to the Forbidden City. But if I never have to go back to China, I'll never go back. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, so well, is there? Is there so? Oh, sorry. I have, I have one more question um, to wrap up this whole China thing. Um, if they're so polite and. Um, social when they're in China, how come right. Chinese that are on vacation are like freaking Neanderthals? Yeah. Well, so, yeah, though, like I said, the, the, I can't really, I don't know. I don't have an answer. You got me, Harry. I got one. Why is Harry, I got one. It's easy. Go ahead. All right. So the one thing that I learned when I've been traveling everywhere is that no matter where you go and you see Chinese, the, China, the actual Chinese government has put out pamphlets about how to be a respectful panda, as they call it, which mm -hmm. is like they try to tell them that in Western countries, actually farting or spitting on the floor or burping out loud in restaurants is not a sign of respect to the chef. It's actually considered okay. pretty filthy here. So like, yeah, if, not <laughs> yeah, if that's uh, and that's one of the things they've tried to do to combat it. Now, why people would still do it? Maybe they didn't get the message and they think it's normal, but. It's all about, I guess it's all about customs where you are. Yeah. I mean, because I have, yeah. I have a friend who's been to Vietnam, and all they did was he went on a bus tour, and they threw all the trash on the middle of the floor. And then after yeah. everybody got off, somebody came in and swept all the trash. And by trash, he was saying, like, old pieces of fish and everything else that they oh, were yeah. and just throw it on the floor. Dude, like... Oh, yeah, like, when I was eating at restaurants, like, the guys would, like, eat, and they just spit out their stuff, like, right on the table, right on the floor, like, it was no big deal. Now, you being in that part of China, are you surprised that this corona happened? No. It's such a disgusting thing. Yep. Was it the last, like, ma five major pandemics? Like, right. One origin of, from China. One of my really good friends, he's been to China a couple times, and, um, well, just all over, they travel all over the world, and... He said the times in China was some of the roughest times of his traveling experience because it is just, you go, I mean, they don't even have a lot of places where they were. It's like a huge apartment building, but they don't have running water. And no, he said no, it was no. awful, absolutely awful. So I, so I was in the, um, what's it called, Dongguan province of China, right? Which is a whole province, like an industrial area. I'm pretty sure uh, there's a dong joke in there somewhere. <laughs> there is. There probably is. But <laughs> it was too easy, man. I, I let that. I let that one slide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn it! Now, so anyway, so I had the same feeling like there that I had like in like when I was in Baghdad, right? Wow. Except I have a gun with me. Wow. Like, oh wow! And what I mean it was like, what I mean was like, there was like no, 
like observation to the law. Like people just run red lights, like traffic, just kind of do what you want, drive where you want. You know, it was basically whoever was the strongest was in charge. Um, you know, just things like that. And it's kind of like, I was like, yeah, this wouldn't fly. No, what are you doing? And, you know, like Chinese guys would come up to me and they start like running their mouth to me in Chinese. I was like, dude, I don't, do I look like I speak Chinese? <laughs> sorry, man. You know, sorry, your, your language isn't adopted. <laughs> well, actually, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a few places I was like the ugly American. I don't, I don't try to be because I travel a lot. I, I try not to be the ugly American, but when they try to be dicks like that, I'm just like, I was like, you want to play this game? Really? Homeboy. But then I had to say, I, I had to say that trouble. It's like, I ain't going to Chinese jail. But no, you don't no, want to do that. <laughs> I remember no. it was like a kid. Remember, like, I think it was somewhere in Beijing or whatever. That one kid, he was an American. He was held in prison for a while and he got whipped. Singapore. On, Singapore. In and Singapore. And he got caned on national Singapore. TV. Got, got what? Caned. Yes. Yeah, he got caned. That, that was, was like 90s. in the yeah in the nineties. Yeah. That shit. He mooned. He mooned the government official, if I remember right. Yes, that scared yeah. the living <laughs> shit out of me when I was a little kid. I was like, "Whoa, dude, that, yeah. that cane's gonna ruin your cheeks for yes. a while." Yes, <laughs> I remember watching that. I think my parents watched it live. Yeah, <laughs> it we, like, watch, oh, we watch it live. That's why I remember that. That's I was like, TV. oh, man. Hey, by the way, are you guys trying to hold a stiff upper lip if that happens to you? Try not to cry on TV. Or are you crying <laughs> like right. a bitch when they take a photo Oh, of the you? whole world is watching. You got to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, if you're standing, have you ever seen them like the, the foreigners who get like in a Chinese judicial system and they're standing there in the courtroom? And like, you know, scared of shit. The only place I'm scared of shit is if I'm caught in North Korea or in Iran or someplace like that. Anywhere in South yeah. America. That f- actually, pretty much anywhere, dude. Outside of like a what I call a first, like a, a developed world, a right. developed nation. Any, any, any jail except German jail. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> fuck <laughs> that. I'm not trying to go to prison in Venezuela or somewhere like that. Uh, so, gentlemen, we're going to have to end this conversation because we're way over our time. Uh, but we'd we like you guys, we're going to end the pod. We're going to wrap it up, but we'd like you guys to stay on the line through the end, if you don't mind. Sure. All right. Sounds good. All right. Do we got time for a Q&A? Do we have any questions? What, what do you mean? I missed the last one. I don't know. Do we have any, did anybody send in any questions? I yeah, thought we, we could, could do it. We, we, really. could actually, we could actually maybe put one on next week. That's no problem. We're actually over our time. That's We've we're, we're got a combined slot here. So yeah. We we shoot for usually like fifty two minutes to an hour. We're over an hour ten already. But uh, like we said, hopefully uh, Phil could be on more regular, and we'll do a Q and A, set it up. We'll get some questions going, and then uh, we'll get uh, the angry Republican Phil back on. Yes. <laughs> so All right. I make no promises, but maybe reach out to we any know of this us already, Phil, and uh, we can do some. We can see what we can do. You guys know where to find us. You know where to listen. Thanks for doing what you do. We'll be back. And thanks to Harry and Phil. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Harry. All right. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yep. Stay on the line. We'll be right back. Keep the name. See you. So.
No, you've already ruined it. I'm sorry, I'm I, won't, sorry, do I won't do it again. Hey, man, just chill out for a second. I'm just gonna do my verse. Get to the top, let's take it from the top. Grabbing my clock and spraying up the block. DJ shit, get fucking. 